in this episode of Artist Motivation, this is where we have Saquon, one of the Mastermind family members, on the show sharing his experience with doing commissions and what artists can do to actually get better in their craft. And so I think you will really enjoy the story that he has to share and just some of the tips that you will get from this show. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, um, Facebook, all that stuff. And, you know, subscribe to the podcast if you like, you know, what you're seeing and what you're hearing. And be on the lookout for future guests for season three and things of that nature. And we hope you enjoy the show. Mastermind family, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jojo, and today's Artist Motivation, where we bring on the hottest, latest artists and allow them to bring insight, inspiration, and hope so you can go out and create amazing, amazing content. And we got our very, very own Mastermind Comic family in the building, Saquon, Saquon. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Glad to be on here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Saquon, why don't you go ahead and tell yourself a little bit to the people and just, you know, your background and things of that nature. Sure. Hey everybody, my name is uh, Saquon Nelson. I'm a 20-year-old traditional artist. I like to read, run, draw, obviously. Okay. I ain't gonna lie though. Me personally, when I started drawing, I was around 17 years old. Because when I was younger, I was like, you know, zoology, astronomy, you know, science stuff. Mm-hmm. But even though I like doing that kind of stuff, it didn't give me like the oomph I need. Right. So I went for art class when I was like 17 years old. You know, first time being in art. Mm-hmm. I actually like felt like a little like you know a little oomph hit my heart for a minute. I was like, dang, this is actually pretty exciting. It's actually like filling a void in me. Yeah. So from then on, for the last three years, I've been drawing. You know, trying to make a name for myself, doing my own thing. Awesome, 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 man, and. I guess, you know, was it hard making that big switch from, you know, being just like focused on STEM to like, you know, more, you know, on the artistic side or did you find it pretty easy? Let's see, me personally, uh, how I say it, I was kind of like in the middle because like, you know, you know, science still didn't interest me. I found that art has like a lot more creativity to it mm-hmm. from my mind, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The transition, I would say, was pretty smooth, though. Like, you know, there was no hard feelings, nothing. It was just, you know, I found an interest that I really liked. So I just fo- started focusing on that. That's awesome, man. So, like, how did you actually get started? Where did you start, you know, learning and perfecting your craft? Like, how did you get started as an artist if that wasn't your main focus? Well, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, like, around my middle school years, you know, most of the time when I had, like, free time to myself, I had to get done with my assignments and tests. I used to have a little like notepad where I just like to like to do it on it. Like, you know, little like, you know, stick figures in different environments. Like, you know, let's say, I don't know, one character I have is holding a gun, come out of a drop pod on like an alien planet, fighting. Mm-hmm. It was actually like helpful in my downtime. Like, you know, it got it got my mind thinking, you know, it got me make me be more creative okay. as a person. But then Grade, I started drawing until like I signed for art class in my 11th grade year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once I stepped to the class, like on the first day, you know, I thought it'd be just a class, like, you know, just for me to help get on my assignments while sleeping, you know, nothing too exciting, just normal stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I had a teacher, his name was a Mark. Now, him 
get my interest. If anything else, he was part of the main focus, like the main reason why I got into art. Because really? like, you know, for the way he made it, he was like more exciting, more fun, more creative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gives like little creative signs to get our minds thinking, like, you know, uh, let me see. Let's y'all remember. Mm. Oh yeah, I got one. Every time like get there with Simon, he like showcases our art on like the walls of the classroom, like like you know, let's say for this week he has this artist in his class, or let's say for the other week he has this other artist, right? Right. Me, you know, I was trying my best to go on that wall. And mm-hmm. I actually finally made a decent piece. I showed him, he liked it, he put on the wall. That yeah. idea kinda of gave him like, you know, more motivation to keep on continuing with my craft, you know what I mean? That yeah. little encouragement he gave me. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Like what was the piece that, you know, finally made it to the wall? Uh, let me see if I remember correctly. It was a giant holding like this. Still water and drink. Hold on, it was a it was a giant what? Oh yeah, let me see. It was like a giant. He was like holding like you know a valley that he was able to have in his hands. Mm-hmm. In the valley, it's kind of like a cave where there's water in it. So he started drinking it, mm-hmm. and the water was falling from his mouth, all over his body, stuff like that. Ah, nice, 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 nice. That's cool, man. So. You know, things that, you know, artists face every day and even just regular people, you know, they face negativity within themselves and also with the outer world. So how do you deal with negativity from, you know, one yourself and then also others around you? How do you deal with that? Well, me personally, to be honest, Sometimes the negativity does get to me, but like, you know, most of the times I try to confront myself with nothing. Cause like, you know, I try to weigh the positives against the negatives. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Like, you know, let's say one man, let's say one person said something so stupid, it didn't make any sense, but it also encourages me. I always focus on the positive aspects of people trying to encourage me instead of the negative aspects of people just like, you know, trying to bring somebody down, saying bad comments against another artist if they're trying to learn their craft and still hone their skill because mm-hmm. nobody's perfect yet you know no 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 one's perfect and you know i think that's the that's the better way to do it is just focus on the the positive and you know just let go of the negative man because like all the negative is going to do is just you know basically tear you down and bring you in a bad state of mind right yeah exactly that's awesome that's awesome so like you know as as an artist like what have you found useful to like get your name out there and just like and just be able to like allow people to find you and just your work? Well, I ain't gonna lie to you, social media is a godsend for us artists. Not gonna lie about that. It really is. Yeah, go ahead and elaborate on that. Cause like like it was just like it's it can't you know, like more people from like different countries across the world are able to put out more of their work, get noticed by other people. Mm. It's based like a whole entire community just grown. <laughs> just to share with everybody around the world and inspire other artists, you know, other people to try to, you know, achieve their dreams, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Yeah, absolutely, right? I mean, like, it's basically a giant brain is the internet and everybody's connected, you know? So it's, like you said, it's a blessing that, you know, it's been created because now we all can basically share what we're creating and connect with each other, right? Yeah, it's true, it's true. Because the worst thing for the artist is to be like, you know, is to be invisible to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, like, like, what do you, what have you found helpful, you know, for, like, basically new artists that, you know, they don't know how to price themselves for a commission and things of that nature? Like, what is the best way for them to figure out, you know, 
how their value proposition when it comes to designing and doing commissions and things of that nature. What have you found helpful? Well, I ain't gonna tell you the truth, I ain't gonna lie. If it's something like, like you know, Phantom related, and something not really like specifically original, I'll say, depending on how much time they put into a price between like, maybe between like 40 to $50, if anything. Mm-hmm. But, but let me see. It's all like making like I'm telling you, literally do a custom-made piece that requires more canvas, more environments. I'll say three hundred fifty or two, at least between a hundred, because like you know you're putting in more extra work right. to make that piece for them. Right, right. And yeah. our materials nowadays aren't really cheap. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you gotta pay a heavy penny just to you know get your work done, right? I mean. But that's and I was like, you know, the whole time, time consuming of it. Like, trust me, like, you know, on some pieces, if I'm really into it, it'll take me at least between five, six hours in a day to get done with it. That is cool. But if I'm not really into it, it takes me at least around two or three days, maybe. <laughs> that is crazy. So, like, you know, if it takes that much time, how do you find enough time to, like, work on your craft and work on your stuff and just kind of, like, making sure you stay focused on, you know, cause I mean, I imagine you have a life, you, you work and you also are doing, you know, art related things, commissions. Like, how do you balance all that? Well, basically, I'll tell you this. On the first day, right, I just sketch it out. Like, you know, just sketch out. Don't do any ink and nothing. Most of it's just pencil lines. Mm -hmm. Then on the second day, I ink it. After that, I color it. I kind of like do like a little category order to like, you know, make a good schedule for myself mm -hmm. before I can focus on that. Also focus on other things that I enjoy in life. Like, you know, let's say reading a book, working out, watching movies, hanging out with friends, mm -hmm. like that. So you, you make it a point to make a schedule for yourself. Like, even though, you know, you say you may have like five to six commissions like that you're you're working on, you still take it the time to basically make time for you and, you know, keep that balance and then also get things done as well, right? Yes, sir. That's awesome. That's awesome. I would I would say that like that that's where a lot of artists you know struggle is like procrastination. Like they're basically putting off something that they should be doing or you know need to get done, right? So that's true. That's awesome. That's very true. That's very true. Cause like I ain't lie, like you know sometimes I ain't gonna lie, I procrastinate too. Cause like you know, cause like you know some days you just don't get that feeling to like make so you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's just that like you know, like it's not there. And you try to make something without that feeling, you feel like you're just basically like wasting like your time. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's that's very good points, man. So, um, and you know, something that I've always like been so curious about with different artists is like, you know, what like what tools have you found useful to use as an artist? Me personally, I'll say references. Mm. Because I think references help up a lot, especially dealing with anatomy, composition, lighting, coloring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, cause like, I ain't gonna just look. When I first started drawing, I, how I say it, I used references, but kind of drifted off into like its own little thing. Like, you know, it was there, but it was like stylized, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. It's almost like it's a, it's like a, it's like a point of reference, but like you're still like you can take it and just like remix it and make your own. Like you just have a point of reference, right? Yeah, exactly. Like hang on, just like, why do fan art? I try to copy a hundred percent. I I try to still get the lightness, you know, but I try to add like my own little style. And like for example, my coloring style, 
Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, we'll say, when I put on Anime Kill, they say it looks like realistic, like, you know, it pops out of the page. Yeah. Yeah, because I've, I've seen a couple, uh, you know, a lot of your works where you're mixing, like, different different elements so set for example like Majin Sasuke like that and then you got you know Beerus you know Shadow like all these different things that you're mixing and it just kind of pops right so yeah exactly that's cool man that is very cool so um with your experiences you know as an artist like what have you seen in like the just the art community that the manga community things of that nature that are some big mistakes that artists do that you think that new artists should avoid? Okay, like, the one thing I know is like this. Sometimes people draw the same thing too much, you know what I mean? Like, like I get it, right? You know, it's a trend, you know? You want to try it, that's good. But once it's been over with, you try to do other things instead of just sticking to that same subject. Because, mm. like, you know, me personally, when I was young, I was kind of at like, you know, I fall that angle. Like, I used to draw anime, but now I started switching my style more to realist. Like, they're trying to, like, still keep the same aspects of it, mm-hmm. but, like, more realistic touches in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, it's like, um, you know, it's a it's a balance of, like, okay, now that I've done, for example, all of Naruto stuff, like, maybe let me try, like, you know, landscaping of, like, you know, the world or something like that, or just, like, nature and just do something that's, like, completely different, right? Exactly. Because, like, you know, I ain't got just, like, and you keep on drawing the same thing over and over, you as an artist will become stagnant, and that's the worst thing. That is true, right? I mean, if you're doing the same thing over and over, and you might have mastered it, but like you'll like reach some peak, right? Yeah, I got exactly. You. I got you. I got you, man. So like, you know, from from your from your perspective, like, you know, what are some things that new new artists, you know, should basically avoid doing like period like what would your top three rules be to avoid for new artists okay let's see from my experience number one is this <clears throat> always draw what you like but don't try to draw too much if you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's always good to draw what you like because like you know dang you know you want to make this character but the best thing to do is to know the fundamentals mm-hmm. especially with like color and shape like you know, some people i see you know Sometimes the color is like low contrast, you know, it doesn't really pop out. It's mostly just like flat. Right. Right. It's always good to go online and look at references, like, you know, how to like get this kind of like poppy feeling to your art, you know what I mean? Like, you know, how to make it look 3D with the shading, mm-hmm. the lighting, mm-hmm. the composition, all that. It's all good to learn those things first. But then when you do draw, you know, your art, that joke can be considered spectacular. Once somebody's seeing it, like, dang, their eyes really just pop out of it pop out of their head true 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 okay let me see number two is this always take advice from an artist even if it seems negative in the long run it will help you out a great deal yeah man that's that's very true i mean like i mean do you find it very challenging to you know take criticism or do you find it very easy to take criticism me personally, I'll say sometimes I'm like half that. Like, you know, sometimes I can't, but sometimes, you know, I kind of want to point out my reason, but I kind of try to hold my tongue a little bit, you know? I just say thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. And what about number three? Okay, let's see. Number three is my very most important one. Just always have fun, you know? Don't let art become a chore, you know what I mean? That's true. How can you, how can you like, not 
make it a chore. Like, I mean, cause some people like, that's all they do is they breathe, sleep it, you know, um, eat it, you know, and sometimes it can wear on them and they get burnt out. Like, how do they keep that from happening? The reason I'll say is, trust me, if you do the RPs and you're so frustrated, I would just say take a break. Cause like, you know, I ain't gonna Taking a break, relaxing, it allows your mind to flow more fluidly, like, you know, more creatively, you know? Mm. It'll help you with like, you know, be more, how would I say it? It won't make you so frustrated every time you like do a art piece, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always take a small little break for yourself, watch some TV, exercise, eat something, you know, then come back to it with a fresh mind. Trust me, it helped me out a lot too, because sometimes I just feel so tired. <laughs> I rest for an hour or two, I come back, and I'm feeling better. Yeah, man, I mean, like, sometimes you do just need to take a break and just walk away from it for a little bit and just get your mind focused on something else so that you know new creative you know juices can flow in and then you'll come at it at a different angle right exactly that's cool man so you know what what are some like what are some things that keep you motivated to finish your work man what like what keeps you motivated uh, personally you know all the people that support me you know all that kind of words everything they say you know it really gives like a drive just to keep on making it you know mm-hmm. me personally I like inspiring other people to go achieve their dreams, you know, especially young artists. Yeah, that's true, man. So, like, what would you say is like one of your one of your dreams? One of my dreams, personally, is just to like you know inspire people my art, you know, try to help them achieve their dreams, you know, and also to become like you know someone that people can look up to. Yeah. As an artist, also as a also as like a role model too, if anything. Yeah, man. That's that's awesome because you're you're paving you're, you're paving it forward you know by you know reaching back helping other people inspiring other people by your works and things of that nature and it keeps you know it keeps the you know the cycle going right exactly that's awesome okay so some fun questions man like what are some big influences that have impacted your art man. <laughs> It's gonna be a long story. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not right, right, though. Me personally, I would say Akira Toyama from my perspective. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, me personally, I was like one of those OGs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I was watching Dragon Ball Z when I was like three years old. Oh, you snaps. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That thing was a big influence on me, especially when I got older, understanding. Oh. Akira Toyama, I like his style. It's just so, it feels so, like, how I say it, it feels so refreshing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's different. It was different in its time, you know. Uh, Cause I even I even think he even like did like some type of like twentieth anniversary or something this year or something like that and presented at some type of Comic Con. I, I wanted to go to it but didn't go. But you're right though. Um, so would you say that that would be your favorite manga? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I'll say it's my favorite series, but my favorite manga, I'll probably give that to uh, the one I read. Oh, it's such a good one. Let's go back to my memory banks. Uh-oh. I'll say Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Okay, why is that? The reason is because the story is like more, how do I say, it's more complicated, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It has like, you know, it has like more deeper adult, like, you know, adult levels mixed with it that can actually like, you know, relate to a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just like, oh, 
easy surface level type stuff like it makes you call it causes you to think right yeah exactly yeah that's cool man that's cool that's cool so like if you if you had a chance to work with any artist who would that be like you had 24 hours and you just you you could pick one artist who would that be send that guy an email. You <laughs> <laughs> sure do. I ain't gonna lie about that. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I ain't got you. You know, his style is simple. It, it, it's simple and detailed at the same time. You know what I mean? It's like a mixture of the two, of the, of the two things. Mm-hmm. 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 I like how he draws environments, too. Especially the structure. Like, it feels so dramatic. Right, like you are actually like experiencing it like through the page. Exactly. So I would agree with you on that, my man. So, okay, you gotta tell us, man, what what can the people expect coming from you? Like what's in the pipeline, man? What are you working on that people should prepare for? Well, as you know, I'm trying to make my upcoming comic. It's called a beast. Uh oh. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the beast is based by a young man. His name is Michael King. Mm-hmm. He's a 19-year-old drifter. Okay. It takes place in the year 2198 in the distant future. Mm-hmm. And basically, Michael trying to figure out why this creature that's called a beast is always with him ever since he was younger. Mm-hmm. And the accident took place when his family was on the first fast and light ship being assaulted to support Alpha Centauri. Ooh. Okay. What? That sounds cool, <laughs> man. That sounds cool, man. So, like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big uh, galaxy, you would say, yeah. In fact, I'll tell you this: most of the first volume part take place in the solar system, but in the second volume, I'll be branching it out. Ooh, dang. Okay, okay. Well, you heard it from the creator himself. Um, people listening. Be on the lookout for the beast um, coming soon. When when can we expect that? Uh, at least like at least at least like a couple of chapters. When can we expect that? Probably within the next month or two. Ooh. I'm trying to be to get a tablet if I can freaking make it easier for me to draw. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. That is exciting, man. Well, everybody be on the lookout next month or so. The beast is dropping. Um, that's cool, man. So you gotta, you gotta tell, you gotta tell future artists, current artists, man. Like, what is something that you wish someone had told you before you got started on your journey, man? Uh, let me see. That's a good question. Hmm. Me personally, you know, I ain't gonna lie, they. I wish they told me how difficult it would be to draw sometimes. <laughs> ain't gonna lie about that. Because <laughs> now you ain't like human bodies. They're kind of still difficult for me to draw. I'm still getting on my anatomy, but I'm learning as it goes, you know? Yeah, that's like one of the things that like is so critical, right? I mean, cause like you could, like, I, I know people to basically, they can copy any other series, but when it comes to actually crafting their own, it looks kind of funky, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's, it's, a, it's a skill, man. Like it's a really, really hard skill to craft, you know? But 
Early days, she dated masters. Back in the old days, Leonardo da Vinci, they made it look so easy. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so true, man. So, okay, man. Like, what are some final words of wisdom that you would like to impart on the show, my man? Well, you know, me personally, I'll just tell you about this, you know. Art, you know, it's a journey. It's a fun journey, you know what I mean? It's basically you just making your own impact, your own world, you know, something you can create from your own hands yourself. Basically, just have fun with it, dream on, on inspire people, and do the best you can, because that's the only thing we can do. Man, that's right on the head, man. That's at his words of wisdom, man. Have fun, inspire, and just you know, freaking help people too, man. So that's, that's awesome, man. Um, so Saquon, where, where, where can the people like find you, man? Like, and we want to say, you know, thank you for taking the time to be on the show and providing hope and inspiration, but like tell the people where they can find more of your work and just connect with you at. Oh yeah, sure. I'm on uh, Facebook. You can find me at Saquon Arts, S-A-Q-U-A-N-A-R-T. Same thing for my Instagram, got the same name. Also my Twitter. You guys can find me on there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And Mastermind Family, that is going to do it for the show. Um, we hope you enjoyed our special guest, Saquon, you know, bringing hope, inspiration, and tips for you so that you can continue to create, inspire, and just do amazing things. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. All right, you guys have a good one. Peace. Peace.